0: And welcome to Americrown Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna, and we're here for part two
1: of three. Now we figured out it's of three <laughs> of the uh, Harry and Meghan go down
0: under. Indeed. Um. Yeah. It it's it's been a wild ride, really. I I almost kind of forgot they were still going when I woke up maybe like two days ago, and I was like, God, they're still out there. Like, like, when I'm they exhausted
1: for them. When they did the Invictus closing ceremony, I was like, oh, it's over? And then I was like, wait, no, they still have to go to New Zealand. <laughs> I know, I kind of, I forgot about New Zealand. <laughs> Me too. But I'm happy they're there because uh, yes. as, we're, as we're recording, we're getting, I mean, pictures and stuff are, are coming out on social media oh. um, of what Megan's wearing this evening, etc. Um, but we're not going to get that far here because there's so much to talk about. Yes. Um, we want to be able to cover everything with a reasonable amount of depth, but without talking for literal hours.
0: Right. We value so, your time, listeners.
1: Yeah. And our own. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, there's only so much. And so we'll be we'll be back to wrap up their tour with another episode to cover the last few days of it and then kind of talk about our favorites from the event. And outfits and, and everything, so you have that to look forward to. But for now, we're going to start um, in our usual country of England. We're going to cover a couple of um, more typical—well, not even typical—just a couple more British topics for now. At the top of the day, so at the top of the day. what am I talking about? I don't know, man. So we're, we're going to start. We're going to start talking about the state visit of the Netherlands to the UK, which happened this past week. Um, obviously the Netherlands, well, maybe you don't know the Netherlands have a Royal family of their own and they kind of packed up, brought the, brought their, their jewels across the pond and <laughs> met up with the queen and Prince Charles and Will and Kate and had dinner and did some other stuff. But we were most excited about the dinner because that's Indeed. when we got to see the jewels. Yes. And so the the Queen of the Netherlands and we're we're gonna do this very abridged also because we're gonna talk about what's important to us, which again is the the jewelry. Yeah. Um Queen Maxima of the Netherlands, she did not come to play. <laughs> she packed the biggest guns in her arsenal and in many people's arsenals and that's a metaphor but like she packed the most gigantic jewels they're so shiny they were and like the
0: the biggest diamond is the size of like the is the same carrot almost the same carrot as like the emerald that was in princess eugenie's uh wedding tiara like, Great
1: pronunciation,
0: thank you. Thank yeah, you. yeah. So like, if you can think
1: about that, and like that was green, like that's a diamond. I mean, it's like effectively the the crown jewels that are used in the coronation. It's like it's like that caliber of gigantic stones. I mean, not technically, but to a layperson like me who gets distracted by shiny objects. So this is the Stuart tiara. And fun fact, it was once a UK jewel, but it ended up in the Netherlands because Queen Mary uh, died and it her second. Yeah. Yeah. Her husband was the Prince of Orange, which, you know, if you've ever heard of William of Orange, like I think it's I mean, it's um, and so he was the heir to the throne of the Netherlands. And so Maxima's daughter. So like the the. The equivalent now is Maxima's daughter, uh, Katerina, is the princess of orange.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so anyway, this, because, you know, royal families used to have to date exclusively between their members. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the the jewels moved around a, a bit. Yeah. And so this is kind of a, a homecoming tour for the, for the crown. Indeed. <laughs> but Maxima Indeed. definitely <laughs> carried it back to the Netherlands with her. And she looked oh, amazing yeah. doing it. I also yeah. loved her dress. Oh, my it gosh. It was like yes. a... Blue and black ombre dress. She just looked gorgeous all around, mm-hmm. and like I said, she she showed up to make a statement, which is like, "Hi, I'm from the Netherlands, and I'm gorgeous." And Indeed. so it was my stuff.
0: I know that. Um, just an aside about I don't I don't know if other people saw, but she had like that bright pink dress she wore. Oh yeah, um, with, like yes. kind of the black. I think it was was it yeah black? the leaf detail was it Oscar leaf- de la Renta. Leafs? I don't know. Uh, uh, that's what I was just thinking now that we're going to be talking about Megan a little bit later in the show. I'll follow but, up on that. I think it is. But I, I bet it is because that seems really similar. But I was like, oh, beautiful. Just everything she wore was amazing. She, yeah, she brought it. Uh, but yes, uh, next on to Kate. And uh, yeah, we didn't know if she'd be showing up until about kind of that day or maybe the day before. But uh, as she is one of, you know, the rising stars in the family.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it made sense that she'd be there. And uh, she tapped Alexander McQueen for the day. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that dress in a little bit. But before that, um, she did wear the Queen Mary's lover's knot, uh, the... Um, diamond and pearl crown or tiara that uh, yes, is synonymous with princess Diana or the princess of Wales in general. And uh, so that was, so I was hoping for maybe something new, but I think that's going to be her, her, her jewel for a while. I but agree. She wears it well, so I'm okay with that. And um, yeah, she wore a trumpet style gown. It was like a kind of a, I would say kind of a sea blue sky blue. yeah It was like
1: shine. It's, It was shiny. Yeah. The fabric was shiny. And so it looked different in different photographs and different, like, they released some video footage of her walking into Mm -hmm. dinner and it looked different there, too. So it went from, like, light sky blue to, like, gray blue. Yeah. I even
0: saw one where it was, like, really a lot brighter than I would have. Yeah. Where I was like, I definitely don't think you wore that bright of a dress to this event. Yeah. Because it just seemed kind of, especially for, like, fall and the event in general, it didn't seem quite right. Uh. Um, yeah. But this dress had lots of ruching and uh at least before we get to our comments, a lot of comments said it was an 80s prom dress. So I can was, see that. Yeah. So I guess I was a little surprised by this dress. Um I think it looked better in movement than it did um in stills. Yeah. But um yeah, I guess I guess it wasn't really what I would have expected from Alexander McQueen. Um but yeah, I, I guess I would love to. This is like one of those things where I would love to be like in the room where it was designed, to like really kind of hear. And maybe it has to do more like with that she's kind of got kind of her pre baby body back, and but it's not. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe she wanted to cover up a little bit, and that's why there was tons of ruching or or whatnot. But it wasn't quite what I was expecting for from her.
1: So I really loved the top part of the dress. When you see the photos of her waist up, beautiful. And I think that the ruching detailing looks really cool there. Um, where it lost me is on the skirt portion where it is. It's a trumpet skirt. And and it's the fact that it's like a weirdly, I don't know, it's just too bulky and it's asymmetrical and it's asymmetrical on purpose. And I can see how it would look really cool in like sketches and stuff. And in, in theory, it's really neat because when you think of a, a trumpet dress, it's like they all kind of look 80s. And I don't know, I picture like this one Barbie that one of my neighbors had growing up. That was like the the. it's I guess it's more of a mermaid, like where it just poofs out at the bottom. And so I think it was se- their attempt to do something a little bit different by changing the shape of how the skirt attaches or like the, fl- the flare out attaches. It just wasn't successful in that particular fabric and I don't know that it could be successful because it just it just gets too bulky and so then it looks kind of like an afterthought it looks like somebody messed up and it got jammed in the sewing machine
0: yeah agreed yeah I agree totally totally especially with the top I liked it and then yeah it kind of got worse as you went down yeah so I don't know yeah so it was it was a miss for me um I mean did she still look really great yeah
1: Oh, yeah. Again, like any photo I saw of her um, from the waist up or just where you couldn't see that skirt detail part. She looked beautiful. And I mean, she still looked beautiful. It was just more that the dress was like, huh, Mm -hmm. that doesn't seem deliberate. But it also doesn't seem like effortless and fun either. It seems like an unhappy accident.
0: Oh, oh, for sure. Because I mean, like for the Spanish state dinner that was, was that last year? Oh, yeah. And that was
1: Marquesa. Yeah. Bad timing.
0: yes and that was like the one that you could kind of see like at least it had like maybe a theme a spanish theme to it at least how it was designed i was just like i don't i don't see how this one really fits in with the netherlands
1: (laughs) i mean maybe it's like trying to be evocative of the like i don't know old if you look at like the portraits of I don't know, back in the day when the Stuart tiara was floating around and like this types of the types of fabrics that they were wearing. Like I'm imagining it might have been like stiff satin and and cool stuff like that. But yeah, it's I don't know.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I yeah, I think she I think Kate could definitely improve upon her banquet dresses. I I really haven't been all that impressed with a lot of her her state dresses that she's worn. Um to those events. For example, like... Remember that Alexander McQueen she wore earlier this year when she was pregnant with the cape? In, oh, yeah. Uh, I think they wore that to Sweden oh. or Norway. And yeah. it was, like, magnificent. You it were was the like, best dress I've queen. ever seen. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's the kind of dress, like, that I want to see her wear to these events. Like, I want that... I, that one needs to come back. I want them to tailor it down for her, like, post-maternity life. And yeah. And add a tiara. And holy crap, will she look magnificent.
1: That dress oh uh, and like her whole look in on that visit is like what maxima brought to the to england this time it's like oh my god like this is this is just the perfect outfit it's so beautiful it just works so well together mm-hmm. it's so stately it's like yeah that's a that's a queen right there right i'm interested in looking at this in um <laughs> i mean maybe maybe that's the thing is that like kate doesn't want to be the one who shows up looking like a queen when there are two literal queens in in the room with her like she can't she can't show up in a giant like ball gown floofy like you know thing and so i don't know maybe she's just trying to be experimental while she still kind of can It's still i know
0: it's just i don't know i'm just a little disappointed in alexander mcqueen i just i get like it does fit a lot of like their themes and stuff that they like to put into their dresses but i don't know Just wasn't my favorite, Uh, but that's okay because guess what? The dress was—it was easy to spot on her dress that she there was something a little different this time around. Uh, She Kate was awarded her um, orders, and people are like, "What is that?" Um, And so her um, orders—and I totally didn't even write down the official name, so I'm sorry, everyone. That's okay. If you want to Google it real quick, I can give a
1: quick update. That dress Queen Maximo was wearing is an Oscar de la Renta. And it's a it's a they showed that dress in a different color as part of their collection, and so she obviously had it I don't know either it's sold also in this hot pink or she had it made for mm-hmm. her in in the hot pink um but well you if you stop me when you you found the name of it, but well, but my reaction to seeing Kate's orders was, huh, she's wearing a miniature picture. Like, painting of the queen. That's very interesting. Like, that that seems like an odd way to accessorize. Because I did not understand that it was an official emblem.
0: Oh, okay, so I gotcha. was just
1: like, oh. I mean, I figured it was, like, a fancy piece of jewelry that, like, the fam- Like, someone had made this. And so I didn't realize it was, like, significant oh, gotcha, of a like different type of thing. I thought it was just like, oh, someone had this nice... Uh, portrait brooch thing made for the queen and kate's wearing it just mm-hmm. to be like hi this is my grandmother-in-law yeah and this is a fancy event but and it <laughs> and great. it looked good it it <laughs> looked good with the uh like the color scheme of the dress and mm-hmm. and
0: everything yeah and so then i was like oh it means something yeah for sure um but yeah so it was it's the royal family order so it's not really all that uh intricate of a name uh but it is the highest honors the monarch can give to a female member of the family uh for their services so kate's obviously been a member of the family for about seven plus years now plus you know the decade that she dated prince william yeah which is like crazy that they've like almost been together for like 20 years oh my god (laughs) right (laughs) um that's a long time all right yeah that is a long time Uh, But, yeah, so if you saw her, it was the yellow ribbon with the oval portrait of the queen surrounded by diamonds and then topped with a a red Tudor crown. And uh, usually this is painted on ivory, but uh, as that is now kind of a faux pas within the royal family as far as, you know, conservation and saving endangered species, um, this one was painted on glass. Yeah, I, I think it's more like the things where with antiques, if it was made back
1: in the day, you know. You can resell it and you can wear it, but for anything moving forward, they will now be painting them all on glass. Right. Exactly,
0: and um, it, people are wondering. People had been wondering for a couple of years, like when is Kate getting her orders? Because you don't usually see them unless it's some sort of like diplomat dinner or a yeah for a, st- a state visit banquet. And apparently, she did get it last December, uh, but there wasn't photos released of the diplomat reception. Um, of her wearing it, or at least you couldn't see it because they they didn't release photos, but they showed her arriving. But mm-hmm. it didn't obviously it didn't show her from like the shoulders down. So, um, congrats, Kate! Yay! Congratulations! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another piece of bling she was wearing was uh, an extremely blingy necklace from uh Queen Alexander's wedding necklace. Yeah, and, yeah, this thing is massive. <laughs> and this one was a favorite of the Queen Mum, and uh, one of the reasons that Kate might have chosen to wear this. Uh, and they keep talking about festoons of diamonds when they talk about this necklace. Ooh, I, festoons. I know. I mean, like, I'm sure that means something specific, but... Yes. Yeah. Maybe we'll answer it later. Uh, but uh, apparently uh, Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, uh, wore this for the Netherlands state visit in 1982. So I think that was a, a perfect reason to bring this out. Because <laughs> I think this actually kind of saved the top of the dress for me. Yeah. Cause I just, I was just like, Oh, that's so, yeah, it's so shiny. And like, what is it? And, and yeah. And I feel like it's more like kind of her look. Cause for example, she's worn like ones that are, she's worn some other necklaces. I think that have got that are like kind of the family ones that have been loaned to her. And they particularly haven't been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked this one. Cause I feel like it was more, it was a little bit more, not stringy, but it was like more of just like a circular necklace. I feel like it worked well with the neckline on this dress.
1: Yes, so. well, I have now Googled festoon. Thank you. And a festoon, it, a noun form, is a chain or garland of flowers, leaves, or ribbons hung in a curve as a decoration.
0: Okay, I can see that. I can see the flower, kind of.
1: Yeah, so I think it's just more like the curve of the... Um, like, there's the stones, and then there's the chain. Or I mean, it's not really a chain, but connecting the stones. And I think that curved line is the festoon that mm-hmm. people... To which people refer.
0: Okay, excellent. Because yeah, I always hear about it in tiaras too, and I'm just like festoons. That sounds so fun. Yeah, I think it just
1: means uh, a <laughs> curved, a curved connector. Because yeah,
0: like I mean, I've heard of
1: like festoons of like crepe paper and stuff. Like if you're hanging crepe paper on your ceiling. Uh huh. But other than that, I mean, it's not something you hear every day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so I thought it was a. I thought she had some really great accessories that i agree with her dress so uh, yeah there we go (laughs) there we go indeed
1: so before we we embark on our journey back down to oceania we will be addressing some rumors that have been bubbling around um according to royal reporter roya nika i hope i'm pronouncing the name right there uh from the times it it's been kind of Being reported around that William and Harry are going to be establishing separate courts, so to speak, as their family and personal goals begin to differ. And so what this really means is like when we talk about their social media accounts and their press offices is that, you know, everything that um, William and Kate and Harry until recently and still currently been up to is under the name Kensington Palace. And similar, like everything Prince Charles releases is under Clarence House, and everything the Queen releases is under Buckingham Palace. And it's been just easy for them to kind of use the the names of the the places they their primary residence as like shorthand for their offices because that is where their offices are located for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so, um, obviously, when Harry and Meghan got married, they have all their press releases have also been coming out of Kensington Palace and the Kensington Palace Instagram has been posting, you know, following them along on their trip um, recently and everything. And so this means according to these rumors, there'll be kind of a split off. And so it won't be, it'll either be that Harry and Meghan will have their own like account. So it won't be like, uh, Will and Kate would stick with the Kensington Palace and, Harry and Meghan would move out and become a different signifier, different,
0: yeah, like, <clears throat> some sort me. of other castle or location. Yeah, some other or castle palace. or something like, I don't know, something <laughs> silly. <laughs> Maybe um, they're just going to be Nottingham Cottage. Yeah, exactly.
1: Or, <laughs> or uh, like, Sussex is Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to Who think knows? of a pun and it's not working. But... Um, so there's that. Or they would both kind of... Um, just come up with new ways to do this. And so look I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why this may be happening. And of course there's the rumors that it's because I mean, like what it said is that they're they have different uh, family and personal goals now. And so reading into that, like that kind of sounds negative to me. Yeah. But I think it could also just be what it what it is. Like mm-hmm the thing was, is it made a lot of sense and I'm reading through some comments on various Royals blogs this mm-hmm. weekend about it. To me, it makes a lot of sense um, that, of course, when you know William and Kate got married and they would have their own press office, and it made a lot more sense for Harry to just kind of be attached to theirs because he didn't necessarily justify his own staff
0: mm-hmm.
1: that would be independent. Like, it, it would seem kind of redundant and and a waste for him to have his own people when it would just be easy enough for him to, you know, just hang on to theirs and, and be incorporated in. And then as Will and Kate have had more children and their kids are getting, you know, older, obviously the kids aren't going to start doing like formal engagements anytime soon necessarily, but, um, they're getting, uh, you know, busier and busier. Mm-hmm. They're stepping up their Royal duties. Um, Will and Kate are a lot more. Um, so that office is, is getting a lot busier with just that. And then there's the fact that when Harry got married, you know, Megan came in and they've started taking on a lot more responsibilities. And then now they also have a baby coming. So I think it just makes sense for them to kind of build out their teams. And then it also makes sense to me because, um, you know, I think there's a lot of slow and steady preparation for the eventual regime change because, like, it's an unfortunate fact of life that at some point Prince Charles is going to become the king and then Prince William will be the Prince of Wales. And so by I think this is just kind of a natural point where they could start building up Harry's staff because I wouldn't be surprised if Harry and Meghan then take over the whole Kensington palace thing because Will and Kate would be Clarence house. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just Mm -hmm. a natural time to start, um, you know, when you're building up the staff to make it more separate so that when that unfortunate change has to happen, it's not like they're all panicking and, and dealing with like figuring out who goes where at that time. Because that'll be, you know, everyone will be kind of all hands on deck at that point. Okay, and, and I just wanted to clarify idea.
0: something. Did you mean, like, unfortunate that Charles is going to be king or unfortunate because the queen has died? That
1: one. The second okay. one.
0: Because <laughs> I was like, oh, just, I was like, well, oh, my God, I didn't know you hated Charles that much." No, 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 no. I mean, I just <laughs> feel
1: like it's, like, it's such a weird time because, like, obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't think that Prince Charles is the best human being who's ever lived.
0: Oh. And I'm, oh. but like honestly, I don't,
1: I don't really, I don't hate him, and I do yeah. think he should be king. <laughs> yeah, you know, if if anyone's going to be <gasps> good, if I just can, wanted
0: to clarify. Yeah, I was like, oh okay. no. sorry if I'm like giving that impression. Might have been listening and been like, whoa, I feel like we're about, are we about to get into a rant? Okay,
1: no, 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 it's just more that it's like it's going to be, you know, the queen has been the queen forever. We talk mm-hmm. about this a lot, oh and, for sure, and so <sighs> it's going to be such a huge change, and mm-hmm. it's going to be really sad for everyone because. That's like their grandmother and their mom and stuff, and so it's like, you know, they've they've got to build the groundwork. Well, it's not like so emotionally fraught. I think is kind of what they're doing. Is they're they're saying like, eh, this is going to happen eventually. Like, it's not, and it's it's so it would be kind of silly for us to to pretend like it's not.
0: I think it would be, and yeah, I definitely. And we talked about this a while back. We were like, are they ever going to split their accounts? Because yeah, there's just a lot of star power and especially with harry becoming kind of the you know the commonwealth youth ambassador they're gonna right. just have a lot of stuff kind of filling into that and then yeah especially with this baby coming this baby like since harry's not the heir he th- this child doesn't actually lo- most likely won't be a prince or a princess they might be like a lady or a lord
1: yeah um or de- a duke or it something. depends Where- if harry's gonna go down the prince andrew route
0: or the uh, right. or the prince edward route right and um i think it also depends if the queen changes the rules and it also it might be um if Meghan and harry have just kind of decided we're going to try to keep our children's lives very private and they're going to live more of a a zara tyndall life than uh than a yeah princess eugenie or beatrice life you know right um and and it would be weird to have all these photos about you know going to school and you know Happy birthday! If they're not going to have their children's lives as public, if they're like Happy birthday, George, but then like they're like Rupert, whatever their yeah. child's future's name will be, isn't even like mentioned because they decided rupert. to keep them rupert I love that you <laughs> came up with Rupert. <laughs> well, if that ends up being the name, oh I my will God. die. I will <laughs> die too because I'll be so happy. That would be the best <laughs> name ever. Yeah, because what is it? Gosh, I forget. Well, anyways, I'll I'll get back to that later about. Rupert. So that's what I'm going to call their child for now. Yes, Rupert. <laughs> Rupert. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, so I think it, I bet they, according to um Nika, it's supposed to be sometime in the next year we'll see the change, and I, I think it makes sense.
1: Yeah, I don't, it's also the fact that, like, now there's these people, and so, like, they have twice the ability to reach people and talk about more and more causes. Like, you know, we follow them and we're we're excited to see every piece of news that comes out about them for the most part. So if they started another Instagram account, great. That's just another one that will I'll add to my feed and it'll do that. And I mean, plus, if you notice now, like the the social the press offices and the social media accounts, they're all pretty uh synergize like they they're interconnected they repost each other's uh, photos like buckingham palace and clarence house are always you know reposting stuff that um harry and will are doing and adding a little bit of a spin on it and so it'll be like prince charles will say like oh so proud of my son or so proud of or prince charles is so proud to see his son you know taking on the conservation efforts across uh you know the world and the commonwealth. And so it'll kind of twist it and it'll retell this, the story of
0: their, of what how they're, they're doing. All connected stuff, Yeah, and how they're right. all connected. Right. Because let's be honest, William and Kate don't want to do this whole royalty thing alone. Like, No. <laughs> they need oh, their Oh, God, friend. that'd be like, so much pressure. Well, right, exactly. They're going to rely on Harry and Meghan for a ton of work. Yeah. Because, like, they have children that have to grow up and then mostly have to decide how much of a big role how big of a role they want beyond george he's screwed he has yeah, to do this for george sorry george mm. you're adorable i know <laughs> but um i think we'll have more to talk about this in the future because i think we will i think we are going to continue to kind of see a a kind of a, a change i think yes as, and i don't as, especially as this baby arrival gets closer and once this baby's here Rupert. Rupert. Once Rupert arrives. <laughs> and also,
1: I just want to say, like, there's no real evidence that this is caused by any animosity between people. And I think it's kind of, I don't know, it's not great that that's where people's minds go first. Yeah. Because I think it's more like, it's, think of it as like a a company that's expanding. You You increase the size of your press office. You make new divisions and stuff. You, you, just because that's more efficient and you have more to do. I think oh, that's right. more what it's like. Yeah. Rather than. I hate her and I will never share a, a
0: tweet artist with her. You know, that <laughs> tweet artist? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> whatever whatever the social media I don't person. want Karen designing any more Instagram stories for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I like that. And yeah. I hope one day I will become a tweet artist. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah. I think, you know, I just think it's a really fascinating thing to kind of see all these wheels in motion, even though it's for something kind of sad and kind of crazy and unimaginable. Honestly, I'm still like in denial that this would ever happen. So. Right. And that's why it's so hard to talk about. That's the queen is what I'm really talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's
1: I think the whole thing looming over this is we're like, oh, it's really hard to prepare for something that like you definitely don't want to happen, Mm -hmm. but it's going to happen. I don't know. Anyway. Exactly.
0: Okay. So
1: we'll move on to more cheery topics and more fun and tropical beauty. Indeed. Mm-hmm.
0: With fun shirts.
1: Hmm. Lots of fun shirts. Magnum P.I. in the house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we will start. Uh, we will pick up off where we pick up where we left off, starting with October 23rd in Fiji. And uh, if you're wondering why the Royals are visiting Fiji I kind of just molded two words together there for a second. Um, it's because Fiji used to be part of the British empire and uh, they gained their independence in 1970 after almost a hundred years of British rule. So 96 years when they were finally uh, got some independence. So free that's from kind the of, tyranny. Indeed. Sure. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of their connection. And uh Harry and Meghan flew into uh, FUVA, Fiji, and uh, they met with the president of Fiji. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name, I think, because unlike Jenna, who was smart and looked up pronunciations, I did not. Uh, I'm gonna, I can guess. I think it's Gioji
1: Conrote. That's okay, what I'm going to guess. I like it.
0: And then they had a traditional welcoming ceremony in Albert Park. And uh, kind of this whole day kind of mirrored um, a similar kind of uh welcoming event and kind of visit by the queen and the duke of Edinburgh in 1953 when the queen did her kind of tour of uh of all of britain's kind of colonies and territories once she ascended to the throne and yes this um, is
1: this is shown in i think season one of the crown
0: yes and um Fiji was really nice to the people there and they let people get out of work early like the entire like nation Wow. to come welcome them. So there was lots of like large crowds and uh, so there was traditional dance uh, at the ceremonies like 15,000 people were there. It was like this huge like it almost seemed like it was like a stadium like concert.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, did, it looked a lot like a fairly Like a
0: really large luau is kind of what I very much saw because it was like Harry and Meghan sitting at the front. Yeah. And then um, Harry did some drugs. Yes, he did. Not really. He actually drank the national drink of Fiji, which is called kava. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a narcotic, but you have to drink like a ton of it for it to actually have any like actual effects. Um, But it's apparently made of a root or stump of a kava shrub. And uh, it's apparently a sedative and could have euphoric properties. So Megan obviously did not drink this because of the babe. Yeah, and. she got, she got the excuse.
1: I I've heard that it it doesn't taste particularly good. Oh, okay. so I think that was um she was probably happy that she had a, a little bit of a lucky escape there.
0: Yeah, but. exactly. <laughs> uh, but for this event, uh, Megan was in a uh, white um, blouse and sleeve dress from Zimmerman. And it was a modified version. It uh, had more like kind of, kind of more puffy sleeves and was also um, hemmed a little bit because it was a longer dress, Uh, but she kind of had it in the more tea cut. Um, And additionally, she had kind of a beret topper by Stephen Jones, their afternoon tea style. And Uh. um, it was an interesting hat. I liked it, but kind of felt like they just kind of randomly patched pieces of fabric on it. But they're very beautiful pieces of fabric. Yep. I like it. I I concur. Mm -hmm. and then she had earrings that were from that she received as a gift from the queen, from the first engagement they did together in Chester. And then uh, we learned that the diamond bracelet that she's worn several times uh, since her wedding is from Prince Charles. So, Ooh, that was nice. And uh, their second stop of the day is they went to a reception and had a state dinner at the grand Pacific hotel that was hosted by the president of Fiji. And uh, just like, uh, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, uh, they appeared on the balcony of this hotel. So it was actually really great to kind of see us uh, side by side of both of these photos. Yeah, um, I loved it. Yeah, of seeing them all, seeing them kind of do the same thing. And that's the thing is Megan's outfit was also kind of reminiscent of what um, Her Majesty wore during that event too, because it was also white and kind of had, um, it didn't have the same kind of, it, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, it's exactly the same, but you could tell that she was at least trying to do some sort of kind of a subtle nod to um what she wore what queen elizabeth wore in 1953 yes and then on to the state banquet i'm sorry i'm a little sick so if i sound really nasally i apologize um but uh so at the state banquet also at the um grand pacific hotel there was no tiaras which is stupid but megan made up for it in a uh, fiji blue ginkgo cape dress from um sophia and, um, Sophia was, uh, is a London based, um, designer and, uh, des- the, um, creator is named, uh, Carnuts. Carnuts, I'm thinking. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah. And she wanted to create a fashion line that is grounded in tailoring, uh, with, and this is from her website, uh, with a focus on bespoke requests, um, is the idea of our brand to become, uh, of our dra- of our brand becoming for dresses what Seville Row is for suits so lots Which, of amen stroke.
1: sister yeah because I've always lamented the fact that there's a store called men's warehouse there is no similar store for women's suits called women's yeah. warehouse right and yet in many professions such You're as mine like the way you expect look. yeah you I want <laughs> to like the way I look man and there's like maybe a handful like there'll be like you know the basic stores that people go to, like Banana Republic, Ann Taylor, J Crew, or like you know you can go to Macy's or, or your equivalent department store and try to buy a suit, but you have like three options right. at each of those stores, and it sucks. And a lot they, of time
0: they're way too trendy.
1: Yeah, they're way too trendy, or they just also don't take into account that like women's bodies are shaped differently. Yes, and so it's just like, huh? You know, I don't know.
0: It's so true. Um, but I loved this dress.
1: Me too. It was oh,
0: gorgeous. Like, so. and it just made me more mad that there wasn't a tiara.
1: I know, but, like, honestly, like, it was so pretty.
0: It was so I know. pretty. I know. The entire look was so great. I loved Megan's hair down. Yeah. I was, I mean, you could have done it up too, but I just loved, it just looked, yeah, it was, it was divine. Like, I want... I just love capes now. Like, I used to be not anti-cape, but if someone was just like, capes on dresses, I'd be like, you're crazy. But now I'm like, capes everywhere. I want them all the time. I know. As long as they're executed properly. And I just, just they've been so good. Like, Maxima, Kate, when she wore the one to Sweden or Norway, I can't remember. And now this. I'm so impressed.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it was just, it was a standout for sure.
0: Yeah. So I hope Megan wears this brand again because... Um, I saw some additional designs from Sophia on What Kate Wore. And I could definitely see Megan wearing a few of those again or in the future. And Megan had some very blingy, very shiny and bright um, diamond earrings. And um, they are on loan, but Kensington Palace didn't say who, not because they were trying to be like secretive, but they just didn't mention. So it's most likely a loan from Her Majesty, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. Or maybe maybe the people are fighting over them. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> Anne is like, no, those are mine. Like, right. <laughs> Grandma gave me those, Mom. She did not leave them to you. And it's like, well, no, I'm pretty sure she gave them to me. Yeah, and it's like, fine, whatever. We'll lend them to Megan. Yeah, and we'll just she can have
0: them for now. Right, we've got enough. Exactly. So, yeah, no one was really able to tell where they came from, but who knows? Maybe we'll learn more in the future. Maybe. All right, so yeah, that was uh, October twenty third. So moving on to their next day in Fiji. Um, uh, the morning started with just Prince Harry uh, laying a wreath at uh, the Fiji War Mo- Memorial and met with uh, some Fijian veterans. And damn, Harry, good good uniform. Yes, uh, excellent. So yeah, I'll say for that. I mean, then- I don't I don't like that he has
1: so <laughs> he only shows up wearing this at like. You know, it's more somber, somber occasions, yeah. but like, thanks for, thanks for bringing, you know,
0: thanks for bringing some eye candy for us, Indeed. ladies. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, for later in the day, Harry and Megan uh, went to the University of South Pacific campus in Suva. Uh, And there they met with students. They watched some cultural performances. And Harry and Megan both gave a speech. Uh, But I'm going to talk more about Megan's speech because this was her first uh, kind of official speech on tour. Mm -hmm. And she spoke about the importance of education. And I thought she had some really good quotes about girls uh, going to school and when they're given I'll just quote her because it's easier. Uh, when girls are given the right tools to succeed, they can create incredible futures, not only for themselves, but also for those around them. So I thought that was that was really great. And um, uh, Harry and Meghan also, Harry in particular, wore, a, I can only say really a Hawaiian shirt, but um, um, it looks like they were on vacation. Yes. <laughs> uh, like I said, Magnum
1: P.I. Yeah. Like a... <laughs> Yeah, what we in America call Hawaiian shirt, but, I mean, that's probably not what it's... It's probably more of a Fijian. Yeah, it's I mean, it's just a tropical, a tropical. print.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Floral, you know, cool, plant life, bright colors, all that jazz.
0: Okay. And I just realized I'm going to have to break for a moment because yes. I totally didn't fill in what she wore. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm dumb. Hold on, I'm going to pull it in really quick, so... I'm just going to clap right here so I just remember this part. Okay. And then it's going to pull it up really quick. Sorry <coughs> <Fine> about that. <laughs> that's okay.
1: I can cough now. Oh, I did.
0: I totally did write it down, though. Hmm. Yes. Here we go. I put it at the end. That's oh. why. Okay. <clears throat> should I talk about it at the end or should I just talk about it now? You can talk about it now. Okay. Um, but yes, uh, Megan wore a pink floral dress by uh, Fig. And it's their Frederica style, and um, yeah, it was beautiful. It has kind of like palms and kind of these um, tassels on it with palms. And I loved it. It was gorgeous. Yes, it looks so beautiful. And then she kind of had. She ended up getting kind of um, kind of a larger. I don't know, like wreath for herself to wear. Yeah, it's like a it's a lei, like, um, yeah. but it's oh, okay. just yeah, that's more. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it—I it,
1: didn't see why you, it's like not just what you think of when you—I don't know—it's not just flowers; it's it's with leaves and stuff on it.
0: Um, but and like
1: yeah, it's and then much um, fancier. Yeah, and then Many she layers.
0: also yeah, and then she also was carrying a clutch uh, because after um, uh, what was I gonna say? Because after this event, that Harry and Meghan actually went to separate events, and um. Harry headed to unveil a plaque at the um, Kolo i Suava Forest Park um, to initiate it into the Queen's Commonwealth Canopy. And then um, Megan attended a morning tea and also um, learned more about the UN's Women Market for Change project. And um, this initiative is essentially to help um, women in rural areas in Fiji, the Solomon Islands, and um, the... Vanuatu. Vanuatu. Um, I only know Vanuatu? that
1: because Survivor was there one time. Oh. <laughs> so don't, don't think that I'm cool. I just know it because Jeff Probst has said Vanuatu yeah. in my ear many times.
0: <laughs> and um, create safe, inclusive, and non-discriminatory um, uh, kind of areas or marketplaces for these women um, that promote gender equality and women's empowerment. Since a lot of women, obviously, in these cultures are not um, – are – kind of the only way that they really can um, kind of support and provide for their families are through these markets. And this is a way to kind of help them continue to, to grow and um, not yeah get taken advantage of as they, they grow businesses and whatnot. And uh, so she did visit the Suva market and she met um, vendors and um, who have been helped by this program Uh, But she wasn't there for very long because apparently Megan's a rock star, and there was problems with controlling the crowd. Oh man! Also, met a band that led everyone out of work, so there was just a lot of people excited to see her. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, because she's also a rock star. Um, Yeah, so she also, in addition to um, her accessory, was one of the clutches from the marketplace.
1: It was really pretty.
0: Yeah, and uh, someone I had actually seen a article in hello magazine that actually put a kind of a side by side of what prince william and kate wore when they visited fiji mm-hmm. and what harry and megan and it was yeah it was it was very similar not like exactly the same but like will and harry were blue kind of tropical shirts and megan and kate both were kind of these pink kind of flowy similarly but, tropical yeah. yeah so i appreciated the i appreciated the synergy that was going on there yes yeah so I would absolutely wear that dress on vacation. So I hope they get to go on a vacation after this.
1: Well, and I'm, here, I'm here to tell you that they kind of did get to have a little bit of oh, a vacation. Good. good segue. Good setup. Thanks. So um, I'll take over from here and talk about the next two days. Um, yep. But so October 25th, so evening of October 24th and morning of October 25th, Um, it's reported that they spent the night at a very exclusive and luxurious private island resort. Um, It's called Vatuvara. And apparently you can only get there by seaplane and it has three villas total. It also looks like the most beautiful place on the globe, possibly in the universe. I don't know. And it was amazing, I'm assuming, You can go find the pictures online and just be insanely jealous of them. But I'm sure they had a fantastic time. Um, Just kind of... Hopefully they got a little bit of time to relax and just be by themselves. And, you know, it was a nice little treat, I bet, for them on this really long, grueling trip. I hope they got to, like, stand under a warm waterfall and, like... I I don't know. Watch, like, the beautiful birds singing. I don't know. I'm just... I hope it was something great like that. But it's it's really cool. So the next morning, October 25th, um, they flew from that private island to Nadi, which is located on Fiji's main island um, by seaplane. And when they were officially welcomed at the airport, um, then after that, they uh, went to unveil a statue honoring a really interesting person who is a British Fijian soldier who was killed in the nineteen seventy two Battle of Mirbat in Oman. His name's Sergeant uh I hope I say this right. I didn't look up this one, of course. Um Talay uh Labalaba. I think that's right. Yeah. Um but he yeah. has a really interesting uh story and obviously this was a a, a great opportunity for Harry to honor a, a fallen soldier and somebody who kind of brings the countries together because he was British and Fijian. Um, and so there was I mean, this the statue is pretty badass. He's wearing like those bandoliers like with bullets and he's got a gun. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um it's a decent it's a decent likeness also I'll yeah. say. Like sometimes statues of people end up looking being kind of like insulting cuz they they don't look like the person at all. Yeah. Um this one <laughs> this one I think is is pretty decent. Um and that was their final event in Fiji. Um for what Megan wore, Megan had a busy day of changes. She did. Uh, she had three different outfits. This was outfit number 1. She was wearing an emerald green Jason Wu crepe sheath dress um, with her navy Manola Blahnik uh, BB pumps. And I love this dress. It was a great color on her. She's bringing back, you know, emerald, which she she clearly likes and looks good in. And this had really interesting detailing, though it did look a little bit hot. Like it, it I don't know what kind of material it was exactly, but it looked like it could have been a little heavy. Um, so I'm sure she was happy she got to change out of it pretty quickly after. Um, I also really loved her earrings. A lot of people did. They were by this brand called UFO No More. And they're they're Pippa small people leaf earrings. And they are like leaf. I mean, they're kind of small leaves, but they're really delicate and pretty. And um, they matched really well with her outfit. So once they waved goodbye to Fiji they jetted off to Tonga. And so, um, this is where I started looking up name pronunciations. And I'm going to stare at them before I say them out loud. So when they arrived Hi. in Tonga, they were met at the airport by her Royal Highness, the princess Angelica Pekka. And I apologize if I'm still messing up these names. I watched YouTube videos and tried to write it out fanatically, but, um, this, the, that is the, um, only, I think, only child of the current king and queen of Tonga. And she kind of h- spent a lot of time being, like, squaring them around town, like, hanging out with them and, and going to different events with them. Um, so I'm going to, from now on, call her Princess Angelica. Okay. <laughs> Just for I like it. Yes. Um, and so Megan... She'd
0: probably prefer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, Megan changed um, and was disembarked the plane wearing Tongan red. And this was a dress by the branch self-portrait. It is apparently a shortened version of their pleated floral gown. And it's bright red and really cheerful and a lot more flowy and lightweight looking because as I keep reminding myself, it is like 80 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit in these locations and very humid. And so it's like, Ooh, this is nice. This looks like a fun flowy dress to wear um so then that night they had a private audience with his majesty king tupo the sixth and queen nanasapau uh which was followed by a reception and dinner with tongan entertainment and then here's change number three this was a black tie event so harry was in his tux looking good and then Meghan came in another beautiful gown this was the ivory crepe column gown by Thea, and I think the the prettiest detail on this were the embellished shoulders. So it was yes. like, a, I mean, it, it just looked like this really cool, interesting detail I've never seen on a dress before, because they weren't like epaulettes, they were like vertical. But they were just really cool, and it was like a gathering of the fabric and, and beading and stuff. Really neat. And she accessorized it with an amazing ring that we've seen her wear once before. Um, Princess Diana's aquamarine ring, which is, I mean, as big as your average ice cube. Of course. And this is what she wore um, with her reception dress on the day of her wedding. um, When she got into a Jaguar, that was the same color. So it was a a nice um, pop of color to bring to your ivory dress. And um, she looked just beautiful.
0: Yes, I agree. I really liked the silhouette on her at the... the Yeah. So then
1: the final day we'll discuss um, is October 26th. And this was the final day in Tonga and then back to Sydney. So woke up bright and early and met with the Tongan Prime Minister, um, S. Achillesi Puiva, and members of the cabinet... And while they were there, there were these two adorable children who had a sign that said "free hugs." Yeah, <laughs> and then they both got free hugs from Harry and Meghan. And again, I feel like the world's children are just conspiring to to be like at their peak adorable um, on this whole tour. Pretty sure they were like, "Oh, like I'm." I heard that Harry is a cool cool guy. Megan also seems cool. Let's go be cute around them and get everyone really really psyched for this baby. That's coming. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, similar to what happened in Fiji, they, they attended a craft exhibition um, with Princess uh, Angelica here in Tonga. And they met with the local craftsmen and tradespeople and talked about the economy and of the, the craft markets there. And uh, for that, for these first two events, Megan was wearing a striped cotton dress by martin grant who is uh, apparently her new favorite designer he has been a repeat um, throughout this trip he's the australian designer who came up with the trench coat she was wearing and then um one of the other uh dresses she was wearing i believe in australia as well mm-hmm. and we saw another repeat which were her green shoes from prince louise christening which we haven't seen these in a while we have not and i'm just like wow she's bringing a lot of shoes here Cause I mean, she's repeated some, you know, like she wore, um, the she wore like her when she wore her what's it called her um, noel Blonick pumps um, uh-huh. in the morning. Like she wore those with the the Tonga red self portrait dress too. So she didn't change shoes, but here she was with green shoes too. So maybe we'll see another green outfit. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we've already seen it, and I just can't remember. <laughs> But uh yeah, it's so much. Um but after she before she went to her final events of the day, she changed into another shirt dress. Um hold on, I need to cough. Sorry. Yep. So she changed into a sky blue shirt dress by Veronica Beard Carey. And she had another pair of shoes, this time Something in our affordability range. More ban- from Banana Republic. Um, they were these ice blue strappy sandal uh, heel things, and they were pretty cute. So um, after the change in clothes, she uh, and Harry went to Tupo College or Tupo College, where they dedicated 2 on-site forest to the Queen's Commonwealth canopy. And while they were there, the Tupo College boys um, performed a traditional. Tongan music medley to commemorate the event. They also sang them a song about mosquitoes, which was apparently really entertaining. There are lots of nice photos of Harry and Meghan laughing hard. I can imagine that a bunch of um, school-age boys singing about mosquitoes would probably be pretty hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> and um, once they wrapped up there, they returned to the Royal Palace for an official goodbye before getting on their five-hour flight back to Sydney.
0: Five but they were't hours,
1: five hours, but they were not <laughs> done for the day. Jeez. Like to me, I'm like, okay, great, bye. I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna go curl up in bed. I'm done. But no, they had they had more. And again, Megan had a, a three outfit day. Um, she and Harry attended the Australian Geographic Society Awards, um, which celebrate Australia's best and brightest in exploration, science, and conservation. And so they both presented, uh, awards to inspiring youths who have done, uh, done their part for conservation. I, um, know one of the young women who was honored had started a petition to, uh, ban plastic bags from New South Wales. And so it's, it's stuff along those lines. Um, but Harry also gave a speech. And, um, my favorite part of the speech was that he totally gave a shout out to his hippie dad. Um, He was talking about how, you know, back in the day, people would always kind of greet Prince Charles's ideas on conservation and uh, protecting the environment with a lot of skepticism and and kind of looking at him like he was crazy. And science has borne out that, you know, this is something that's really important. We need to pay attention to it and, and fix it and fast. And so Prince Charles wasn't as crazy as everyone thought he was. Well, maybe he was, but not for that reason. Um, so it was kind of fun um, for him to to give a nod to his dad. And as, as the final piece de resistance of the evening was Megan's dress. So this was something unlike anything we've seen her wear before, except maybe her, her dress that she wore in her engagement photos. Um, this was a dress by Oscar de la Renta. And it is described as a white tulle dress with, I would say, like, bird detailing in in black, and that's apparently laser cut out. And I'm not exactly sure what materials were used to make the, the bird pattern, but it was really cool. Um, It was, like, a, a T-length, and a, the skirt was more of an A-line, and then since it was tulle, it, it stuck out. It was kind of a ballerina skirt, but, like, not crazy tutu. But... It was really, really interesting.
0: Yeah, it was so fun. Like, yeah. I watched several videos of uh, them in, like, doing the wards and arriving or exiting I'm not sure what it was. But I was just like, she looks like she's just having so much fun just walking and being in this dress.
1: <laughs> I know. It's the kind of dress you want to, like, twirl around in because it's like, woo, this is fun. And like I said, we don't see her in patterns too much. I mean, we see her in stripes and solids and that's it. And so, like, I mean, I guess we, and we'll see like some micro prints and stuff like, you know, the small flowers on her dresses and stuff. But this was really cool to see something that was so bold and and a large graphic element. Right. It was just really cool.
0: Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it went perfectly well with kind of, a yeah, an outdoor kind of conservation vibe. So I loved it.
1: I agree. I think it was the Fug girls who said this, but Harry could have coordinated a little better. He was wearing a weird blue suit. He should have worn not blue. Oh,
0: I didn't even notice what he was wearing. I
1: think that's what this was from. I might be. Yeah, I mean, he looks. I could. I could totally see them
0: saying that because they're they're very astute. Yes,
1: I know because when I didn't notice it and then they said it and then I was like, oh yeah, he should have worn his gray his light gray suit with the black shoes and stuff. But alas, that's okay. Megan stood out right and was a shining star perfect and i think that's all we have to talk about today yeah we, we did it pretty it's, good that's an hour i know look at us look at us i mean we still have several more days to, to cover uh on yeah. on the tour and we will do that shortly in the meantime if you have any comments for us ideas thoughts opinions i don't know just general musings <laughs> of any kind uh, you can get in touch with us at Americrowndreams at gmail dot com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Americrowndreams and on Twitter at Americrowndream. You can also rate, review, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. Bye. Bye.